0: Well, howdy, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Harlan Highway. Just pull up a chair, pour yourself a lemonade, and grind a chocolate chip cookie right into your fat little face. Mmm. Oh, what? Sorry about that. What a vile way to start the show. Uh, hey, gang, it's me, your host, Harlan Williams. You're on the Harlan Highway, and I don't know why my voice is going up and down. Um... Hey, welcome to the show. A uh, Great show today. Um, I am going to get into a technology fight. Yeah, with one of the pavement pounders called in. And uh, I don't know. I think we might have a throwdown over uh, technology. So stick around for that later in the show. Uh, we're going to be making a phone call to a mattress store because my fake son has a problem pissing in the sheets uh we're gonna be doing that call um also i'm gonna be doing not a movie review but i went to see this movie fury the new brad pitt tank movie and i'm fury us at what a pussy fest it is it should be renamed pussy not not called fury you're gonna hear why you've heard me rang out about this before but i can't hold it in i gotta talk about it And uh, also, an old friend makes a quick visit back to the show, Charlie Lee. This is the Harlan Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams.
1: Harlan, funny stuff, bro.
2: Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication
1: doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. You just made
2: a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime.
0: The Harland Highway. You're all going
2: to experience intense
0: mental, physical strain.
2: All right, hold tight on the Harland You're around here, ain't you? What's your name? You're
0: listening to Harlan Williams.
2: Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling the mattress room. Will you save money and sleep happy? This is Vincent.
0: I'm sorry. Who's this?
2: My name is Vincent.
0: Oh, hi, Vincent. How are you? Dave Walker. How are you doing today?
2: good thank you
0: sir how about yourself well i've had better days i'll tell you that much uh okay I, uh yeah listen i need a mattress uh my boy he's uh seven years old and uh he got hold of the television and uh he's been seeing this uh this isis thing happening okay and uh well he's been having the uh bed wetting uh been happening for the last two three weeks and i need a mattress that uh I don't know if you have uh, some kind of uh, urine protection or a uh, super absorbent mattress, but uh, can you help me out?
2: Well, we don't have any urine-protected mattresses. We do carry a mattress protector that you can purchase um, with the bed because it sounds like, sounds like the damage has been done to the existing bed.
0: Well, that's why I need to get something new, because uh, this thing's all yellowed up. And, uh, look, I, I I don't want to talk about it that much, but it sure does smell. And uh, my boys, uh, you know, he's I don't want him. If you pardon my language, I don't want my boys sleeping in his own piss, you know.
2: I understand, Mr. Walker. Well, what we can do, what I would suggest then, until he gets past this, is come in now. What size fit do you need, by the way?
0: Well, hang on. I don't know if we're going to get past it because of this ISIS thing. If I don't know how long this thing's going to go on. Have you seen this in the Middle East? These uh, these hoodlums, uh, you know, shooting people up and everything on CNN. Uh, and, and,
2: as, as long as as long as uh, Cain and Abel set this thing in motion, and, and brothers have been fighting against brothers and nations against nations from 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 the first sin committed. So, but that's so. So I mean, I can't keep up with all of this. I mean, it's. There's always some unrest. You just have to stay grounded and just handle your household and take care of the people that you're responsible for. You know what? I'm, I'm preaching. My apologies. No,
0: I this is music to my ears because I've been trying to figure out what the hell to say to my son Daniel. And uh, if you don't mind, keep going with this because I need something to help calm this kid down. He's just squirting his urine all over the bed. And uh, please, continue. Uh,
2: that was just basically it. I mean, we... We live in a society where where we're where where, where where we're not kind to one another. The uh, only thing we can do as parents is we can take care of our own as best we can. Let that kindness let let it start at home. <laughs> That's all I can tell you about that. Now preaching a mattress, what I can, what I would suggest on mattresses for you, Mr. Walker, right. is yeah. simply um get a get two mattress protectors because if he's if he's wetting the bed constantly you want to at least have a second mattress protector. And what I'll do, listen, I'll do I'll buy one, get one on the mattress protector for you. So you'll always have one that's washed, ready to go on the bed. Now, here's, depending on the severity of his bedwetting.
0: Well, let me tell you, this kid, I, I don't know if you've ever seen a fountain out in the park, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but I don't know how much this kid drinks, but sometimes I walk in the room at night, he's screaming, and there's urine coming out, and he looks like a water fountain, you know. Have you seen these things?
2: Um, it sounds like uh sounds like he's got a situation going. I, I'm I'm sure that he's gonna work through it and I'm sure with the help of uh some families, maybe some uh <laughs> just just being patient with him. I know that's I'm a,
0: trying. God uh, knows I'm trying, believe me. Thank I, you. Trust
2: me, you said he's a seven year old. I've yeah. got my my boys are twenty three and twenty five, so uh trust me oh, been so there, you, you're now.
0: through that window. You've flown yeah. through the, 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 the piss window, you're right through that.
2: Yes, yes I have, I can tell you, Oh I, my it, god. Have my oldest one um man, he was a bedwetter until he was about 11 which was really an oh odd my god
0: there's nothing worse you wake up in the morning you, your boy comes to the breakfast table he's all yellow and smells like a you know a trailer park outhouse and i can't have that in my home
2: understood well all i can do is help you with your bed situation um do you know where i'm located
0: I do know where you're located, but what I need to get is uh, if you could give me a price on the the, the thing you described, the protection, uh, the piss protector, then I'm going to check in with my wife, and I'm coming down there like today.
2: Sure. The mattress protect again, um, on the purchase of a bed, the mattress protector, is it a twin?
0: Can can we look, I don't mean to be crude, but can we just call it not a mattress protector but a piss protector? Because that's really what's happening here, isn't it?
2: Okay, okay, uh, a protector against uh, spills and, and stains and fluids. Uh, yeah. But that being said, if it's a twin, it's
0: $79. That's it.
2: That for, for a twin protector, sure. Now, what I was, just, what I was getting to, yeah. it's only a five-sided protector, though. You may, you, may look, you may need something that's fully encased. We don't sell a fully encased um, mattress protector. The way ours works when I say five sides, imagine, if you will, it's something that covers the top. And it covers the four sides of the bed.
0: Wow! You know, With the way this kid's uh, shooting out the yellow lemonade, I, I would take one of those if he had it. But it doesn't sound like you do.
2: I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a fully foam case. Uh, or a full a fully full, full foaming case. I'm sorry, a fully encased uh, mattress protector where it.
0: Well, a piss protector. Let's let's look. I like to be real about stuff. So you you know you're not going to hurt my feelings by saying piss protector. Come on now.
2: Okay, Mr. Walker. So you might uh, – I wish I could help you on that. We don't, we don't have the, the, the six-sided ones. Think of it as if you, you need a six-sided protector, and that's going to cover the top and the bottom, that's two sides, and then the four sides. That makes it a six-sided protector.
0: We wow. only have
2: five-sided.
0: I'm going I'm to take the five-sided. Let me check in with my wife. You said $76.
2: No, seventy nine dollars is, is what that's seventy
0: nine dollars. Let me check in with my wife and then what time you open till today?
2: Uh tonight I'm here till nine o'clock. And I'm again I'm right here in Winter Park and yeah. just, just north of the uh, the Trader Joe's.
0: Oh, this is music to my ears. My 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 boy's gonna sleep dry tonight. I'll tell you that if I can get this past my wife, uh, you know, to hell with ISIS and uh to hell with my son peeing all over the place. We're we're gonna have a dry night tonight.
2: Listen, I don't know about all of that. Again, as, as a father, I would just—I would encourage you to just be patient with him. He's going through something. So yeah. just be patient. The only thing that you can do for him is show love and support. And I I—I and I get, get the feeling that you're going to do that anyhow. Amen.
0: You, you know I am. You know I am. God bless you. I, let me check in with the wife, and then we're coming down there probably right after dinner.
2: All right, Mr. Walker. You, what's care. your
0: name, my friend?
2: My name is Vincent. I'm the store manager. I'm That's here right. tonight.
0: I'm going to ask for you when I come in. Thank you so much.
2: All right, Mr. Walker. Take good care. All man.
0: right, Vincent. Bye now. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. All right. So I'm going to talk about something that I've talked about before that gets under my skin. And you've heard it from me before. So I, I try to keep it brief. But man, does it drive me insane. So I go to see that new Brad Pitt movie. Guess what it's called? Fury. Okay? Fury. Do you know what the word fury means? Fury means mad and enraged and furious and angry and... And the movie was about a very, very tough subject. It was about the war, World War II. Very, very tough part of history. It was about... A bunch of hard-ass men who made their home in a army tank and drove around the German countryside and basically got into altercations with other tanks and uh, heavily armed uh, German soldiers and yada yada yada. And uh, you know the way they made these guys up, the way they had their hair cut, the, their attitudes, their you know the the. This was like a tightly-knit unit of guys who had been through hell and back about 7,000 times. And I'm thinking, here we go. go," A movie where it's going to show the hard-edged guys doing the hard-edged work to win the war. Wrong. Guess what happened? And I think you know what's coming, because I've said this before. That's right, and pardon my French, they pussified the male actors... In the movie, that's right, a movie about guys in an army tank in World War II, somebody almost crying or actually crying in just about every second scene of the movie. And dare I say actor Shia LaBeou, who for whatever reason was cast in this movie because the guy looks like he should be working in a cubicle at Merrill Lynch doing some accounting... Shia LaBeouf is somehow one of the quote-unquote tough guys in the movie. And when you go see the movie, if you go see the movie, this guy is crying or his eyes are so watery. His face looks like a plate with two severely undercooked Denny's fried eggs sitting on it. Okay? He's mastered the art, and I've said it before. A lot of actors think this is the ultimate in acting, when you can get your eyes right to the point where there's a little ledge of water right on your lower eyelid, but yet the tears aren't coming. It just kind of sits there, and you can get your eyes to look like... You ever see those fountains on people's walls, and there's water running down the wall, but there's no real fountain? It's just like somehow the wall looks wet, and there's constant liquid running down. That's that's what Shia LaBeouf, or whatever his name is, does with his eyes, and he does it the whole movie. I don't think there's one scene in the whole movie where he's not looking. You ever seen Ren and Stimpy when when Stimpy cries? Little Stimpy, Oh, Ren, I don't want to, I just, I'm, oh, Ren. And he, his, his eyes are watering. This is Shia LaBeouf, the whole movie. And if if Ziz aren't on the verge of tears and watering, he's actually crying. There's, there's tears coming down his face. There's a scene in the movie where the six of them are sitting at a breakfast table eating bacon and eggs. And for whatever reason, Shia LaBeouf has watery eyes and is crying the whole scene couple of the other guys start to get watery eyes. They start telling stories like they do in every American-made war movie. Just like in Saving Private Ryan, which I thought was an incredible movie, they gave every single soldier his crying scene. And I, I'm sorry, I'm just sick of it. I respect that, that soldiers go through a lot, that there probably was crying. There's a lot of emotion. But uh, the amount that they put it on the screen... For American movies nowadays it's not just the war movies I've talked about the latest Star Trek movie I've talked about just about every movie you go to now the male characters have a crying scene and it's really just too much you know if i'm going to go see a movie about guys in a tank rolling around shooting each other give me give me a t- give me some tough guys i want to does anyone want to do the story about the the uh the the characters, the soldiers that existed in World War II who uh were too proud to cry, who were too tough to cry, who didn't even know how to cry. You gotta remember, most people back in that era were not as emotional as we are today. Look, look at your parents. If your parents are sixty or seventy plus, most kids grew up with parents that weren't overly emotional. <clears throat> And for the father to cry was usually a sign of weakness or a, a sign of not being manly or being the man of the house. Not that they didn't possess those emotions, but but it just wasn't common. And maybe men should cry more, but come on, man. These movies. There's another character in the movie where where uh, they... they uh, it's one of the guys from The Walking Dead, an ex-cast member who... Who basically he looks like he walked out of the movie The D- Deliverance. He's got black teeth and crazy hair, and he, t- he talks all like he's a hillbilly, right out of the f- you know right out of the forest of West Virginia. And he, you know this guy's trying so hard to do a character that instead of doing great acting, it was to me it was crap acting. It's like every time I looked at him, I go, "Oh, there he is acting." Oh boy. And who am I to judge other actors? I'm nobody. But I, I am allowed to express an opinion. And uh, I'm just so sick of, of these crybaby tough guy movies. Somebody give me a movie that shows guys that went through the war and kicked ass and didn't have an emotional breakdown every four minutes. Holy shit. It annoys me. Can you tell? Can you hear it? My voice stopped pussifying. Pussifying. All the men in movies. Go watch the old Clint Eastwood movies, the old westerns. Here's, here's what Clint Eastwood did when he got into trouble. He spit on a guy's boot, rubbed it in his boot with his own boot, blew smoke in his face from his Tipperillo cigar, and walked off into the sunset with a shit eaten grin on his face. Now, that's a tough guy. Probably punched a horse on the way out of town. I mean, man. Somebody go back and remember what, you know, war was tough. Men were tough. American men were tough. It's like, can you please show us those guys? You want to rename uh, Fury to Pussy? You know, on the, on the shaft of the of the gun on the army tank, they they painted the word Fury. I think they misspelled it. It should have just said Pussy. It was like a, a rolling tank of, uh, of uh, you know, Beverly Hills Housewives or something. It's like a rolling tank of crybabies. Holy God. So there you go. I hope I didn't ruin the movie for And you may completely disagree. You might go to the movie and go, oh, my God, no, no, no. That movie, you know, war is deep, war is torturous. I mean, these guys... You can only imagine the psychological pain they went through. Of course, they're crying all the time and blah, blah, blah. You can take that approach. But I'm telling you, psychologically, that approach probably doesn't match the psychological time that men went to war in World War II. As I said, you know, men were kind of raised not to cry. Now, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But even if every guy in the war cried his eyes out, I don't care. If you're going to make a movie, a movie is embellished. It's fiction. Can someone make a movie where a bunch of hard-ass soldiers roll through the battlefield and nobody fucking cries? I don't even care if it's, if it's a war in an onion field. I don't, know if, I don't care if it's the war of the onions. I don't care if it's World War Onion and these guys are fighting in sliced open onions on an onion field. I don't want to see one effing tear, man. And the only I got to stop because it just drives me nuts there. That's all I'm saying. You be the judge. You go see the movie yourself. You decide. And uh, I've said my piece. I friggin hate it. I hate that stuff. And Shia LaBeouf, go get some damn Kleenex. Acting is not crying. If there's a scene that requires crying when you're acting, then cry. But don't try and trick people into thinking you're this intense, incredible actor because you know how to turn on the waterworks. I Look, I'll tell you what. I've done a lot of movies. I've been there. I've seen actors do it. I've even called actors out on it while we were shooting. I've been in the middle of comedies where I've seen actors use the crying game to become intense and try and set and I've after we've cut the scene, I've gone over and said, Why were you crying in that scene? And I've actually heard them say, Well, because it's good, it looks good on camera, the watery eyes, it, it's good acting, it's intense. And I go, You know we're in a comedy, right? Glad you're so emotional. I bet bet the people watching are laughing their asses off. It's a cheap acting trick, and I can say that from experience at least. And a a seasoned, great actor should know when to turn on the tears and not. That's all. I'll leave it right there. You be the judge. Go see it. Decide for yourselves. Oh, pussies. Pussies. are peaceful. History is violent. Wait till you see it. See what? We're Mang another man. I'm scared too. Hello. Hello.
1: Hey Harlan. Hope you're having a good day today. Wish you very well. Uh, you happened to mention on a previous podcast that it sounded like from at least your interpretation that CDs were kind of dead. It's a dead media and that um, CDs are kind of on a decline and sure enough, we're going to see about going back to like analog days. Um, I think that's kind of wrong and CDs are definitely not dead, buddy. Um, myself personally, along with my friends, we're, you know, in the audio business. Uh, a lot of my friends are actually in radio and we pass along CDs to each other in order to have, data, so to speak, transferred from one media into another, either for conversion reasons or because of the fact that, you know, radio stations still have CD players, you know. You also mentioned, too, that a lot of these newer computers today don't have a CD or DVD-ROM tray anymore. They do. The thing is, though, is that, you know, companies like Apple or, you know, the company that makes, you know, the Nexus or whatever, you know, they're coming out with these players or, you know, computerized boxes, so to speak, that have, you know, no drives in them. You know, they don't have this disk drive for you to put in a CD or, a, God forbid, a floppy disk anymore. I mean, granted, we don't use those, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm getting at. You know, CDs and DVDs are still here. I don't believe they're really going to die. Is it a dying media well, not a lot of people are really buying CDs that much anymore. The real good thing that's basically on the rise is basically audio streaming services. So, figured I'd let you know. All right, have a good one.
0: Well, I got one word for you, buddy. Cassettes. Um, that was an interesting call and I appreciate the feedback. Um, but it it feels like you almost like started the conversation, the phone message, talking about how much everything is still CD and DVD driven. CDs are definitely not dead, buddy. Um, myself, personally, along with my friends, where,
1: you know, in the audio business, uh, a lot of my friends are actually in radio, and we pass along CDs to each other in order to have data, so to speak transfer from one media into another, either for conversion reasons or because of the fact that, you know, radio stations still have CD players.
0: Okay, good point. But you're talking about industry people. My point is out in the public, out in your homes, out in the street, out in the record stores, they, they don't even have CD stores anymore. Look around, they're gone. And uh, I guess I can argue with you since you and your buddies work in the radio industry, but I go to probably four to five radio stations a weekend to be interviewed almost every other weekend of the year all over the country. And I'm not seeing a lot of guys fiddling around with CDs. Everything's digital where I go. So I don't know where you're working. I don't know where you're from, and that's not an insult, but I'm just telling you what I see. Um, I think it's, it's, a, it's a dying thing. It's a dying thing, man. Um, you know, if, if they're passing CDs back and forth at work, that's a little interesting to me because it's so much easier to just uh, email stuff digitally as an MP3 or whatever. But what do I know? I'm not in the radio industry. Actually, I was in the radio industry for a while, and I did a whole uh, a whole year as a DJ, sending all my stuff as MP3s and never touched a CD. So maybe I do know what I'm talking about. But later on in your in your um, message, you kind of you kind of. Kicked yourself in your own ass with your own words, because then you kind of made it sound like CDs and DVDs are a dying thing. You also mentioned too that a lot of these newer computers today don't have a
1: CD or DVD ROM tray anymore. They do. The thing is, though, is that you know companies like Apple or you know the company that makes you know the Nexus or whatever, you know they're coming out with these players or you know computerized boxes, so to speak that have, you know, no drives in them. You know, they don't have this disk drive for you to put in a CD or, God forbid, a floppy disk anymore. I mean, granted, we don't use those, but...
0: Yeah, but guess what? We did use them for a long time, and then something better came along, and now floppy disks are a joke. And that's my point. That's what's happening to DVDs and CDs. And you mentioned that that companies like Nexus and Apple and these modern companies don't even include the the port or the drive anymore. That's my point too. The modern companies. That's where the technology's going. That's where it already is. It's not even going. It's already there. And so whatever capacity you're holding on to the DVD and and CD technology it's it's old news. I I recommend you you go out and put it on the front lawn and put some barbecue starter fluid on it and let it go man. But as I said as your as your kind of your argument went along you almost kind of started to admit as you went along that you're you're speaking a losing argument here's here's the tail end of your own words not a lot of people are really buying
1: cds that much anymore the real good thing that's basically on the rise is basically audio
0: streaming services so
1: figure to let you know right have a good one
0: but wasn't that my whole statement right out of the gate that nobody's buying cds anymore and that audio and digital streaming is now the wave of the future That's where we're at now? Isn't that what I said? And wasn't that the whole thing you were counter-arguing for most of your message? But then at the end, oh, forget it. Anyways, listen, regardless of what the argument is or the debate, uh, I, I think for what it's worth, it might be time for you to let it go. Okay, I, I think the tide has already turned. I think the horse has already gone around the bend. I think the rock has already rolled down the hill. You may dabble in in CDs and DVDs a little bit still. Uh, it's probably ten percent today when it used to be a hundred percent. You know, seven seven eight years ago, uh, and it's you know I think most people listening might be going, yeah, I can't remember the last time I handled a CD or DVD. And a CD for sure. Maybe a DVD is the most recent thing you've touched, but I'm be- I'm betting most people haven't handled a CD in a long time. Um, so there you go. It's an interesting uh, debate. We'll see how it plays out. And, uh, you know, welcome to the 90s. CDs are definitely not dead, buddy. This is Charlie Lee. Come on down to Moon Grow Restaurant. We have very delicious rib, chicken ball, shrimp pad thai, and we got brand new, delicious Korean egg roll. So you come down to Charlie Lee Moon Glow Restaurant, exit 53. We're gonna fix you up big time. Oh, hold on. Oh, come here, you oh, Oh, okay. Now we got fresh chicken. All you can eat buffet. See you at Charlie Lee, Grow Restaurant. Oh, Oh boy. Looks like uh, Charlie Lee's back advertising on the Harland Highway, which means, uh, as a sponsor, I have to go down there and do live remotes from his restaurant, and it looks like we're going to be hearing from Charlie Lee from the Glow restaurant uh, once again. Uh, boy, oh boy. Good Lord. Good Lord. Never had good experiences down there. Never had good food. I'm probably not supposed to say that. But that's part of my job when we have a high-paying uh, advertiser on the show. And then it's my job to go down and give them airtime and yada, yada, yada. So you got that to look forward to down the road. Wow. Uh, Anyways, that brings us to the end of our show. Um, Don't forget, if you want to uh, have some incredible phone debates with me uh, on the Harlan Highway, you can always call and leave a message at 323-739-4330. You can debate me about old technology surviving into the 21st century. Sure, you're going to win that debate every time, right? Not... Um, you can uh, you can leave me a phone message about anything you want. It doesn't even have to be an argument. It can be, you can tell me how butter works. You can tell me why flies buzz. I don't know. You can say whatever you want. It's your forum. I just listen to them and decide which ones I want to put on. 323-739-4330. Or if you're afraid to talk, hey, you can always just uh, write me at uh, HarlandWilliams.com, uh, there's a a uh, a link there where you can write to me, and I might read your uh, I might read your little uh, your little email on on the show. How's that sound? Um, I guess we got Halloween coming up. Hopefully, uh, you know we'll program some Halloween stuff for the next few podcasts. Uh, As far as my touring schedule, you can catch me at the Improv, November 6th. November 6th through the 9th in Tampa, Florida. Great club. Uh, you got to get out to that show. We always pack it. Uh, Tampa, Florida, November 6th. It's going to be awesome. And then November 13th to the 16th, I am in uh, San Jose, California at the Improv there. And then, God love it, I'm off to uh, Seattle, Washington, November 20th to the uh, 22nd at the Parlor Live. Oh, my God, what a busy November I'm having. But three great clubs. Uh, Go on to my website, HarlanWilliams.com, Click on the stand-up link, and, yes, you can get your tickets early. Uh, While you're there, check out the web store. Uh, We got great uh, merchandise for sale there. Also, um, join my uh, YouTube channel. Click the subscribe link, and you'll be privy to all my wacky videos uh, as they come in. Um, And uh, there you go. Um, Also, check out allthingscomedy.com. This is a uh, podcast network where my podcast is also featured alongside some other very fine uh, comedic talent over there. Jake Johansson and Bill Burr, All Magical, some real funny people. Uh, check that out, and uh, what else can I tell you? I think that's it. Um, I'm going to go uh, make a pina colada, lay outside, put on some CDs, listen to them, and uh, maybe later tonight I'll open the uh, DVD player and throw on Dances with Wolves and, uh, I don't know, lay back on my shag carpet, pet my pet rock, and do my Rubik's Cube during the commercials. Uh, Until next time, this is Harlan Williams. Tell your friends to get on the Harlan Highway. Thanks for all your calls. Thanks for all your letters. We'll see you next time here on the Harlan Highway. Until then, chicken chow mein, baby. CDs are definitely not dead, buddy. Oh, okay. Now we got fresh chicken.